Hallelujah. Praise God. Welcome you once again to the Hopper Room Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me again on this program. And I pray that the Lord will bless you. Even as you listen to what He has to say to you this day. So Father, we ask that you open our eyes. We ask that you you illuminate us. We ask that you open our mind, our understanding to the things that you want to communicate to us in the name of Jesus. We ask that your word will come as light. It will light upon our darkness. It will come as a as as a tool that would de- that will deliver us from all our destruction. In the name of Jesus, you will help us, Jesus. You will help us, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So quickly on this episode, we will consider the word worry. Why we worry, what it means to worry, and why we should not worry as children of God. We want to look at our word worry and we'll take our text from the scripture Matthew chapter 6 from verses 25 to 33. Matthew chapter 6 from verses 25 to 33. The Bible says, Therefore I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor they gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to his stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is not, shall he not much clothe you, O you little of, o you of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed? For after these things do this Gentile say, For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Praise God. So in a time like this, we find ourselves, you know, many times the victims of this art. You know, what the world is turning into, the economic situation, security and all. It opens us up to worry every time. So on this episode, our discussion by the help of God should give answers to the reasons why we worry and the things we can engage instead of worry. 
Some other words that we use in place of worry in the scriptures include being anxious, being concerned, being troubled. The word worry was captured just once in the Old Testament, but that doesn't mean that it was it was not an habit with those people of whom. In fact, I want to believe that it originated from Genesis. We understand from Genesis that God created everything that man would need before the creation of man. So his provision has taken care of all that I may need, of all that you may need. So the earth, waters, light, vegetables, animals for meat, and so on were created to meet our needs. Now before the fall, Adam and Eve enjoyed a life without worries. Because of the nature they carried and their intimacy with God, not that they didn't walk, not that they didn't have to do anything, but at least all their needs were met. Okay, we, we understand that they dressed the garden, so they had to do something, but all their needs were met. So God did not create any man to have needs for worry. But after the fall, man started worrying. It wasn't in the nature we first had to worry. It was a nature that was aligned with God, that all he could think of needing is more of God. So Adam was alone. That was a need. And yet he could not recognize, he could not recognize that need because there was satisfaction in his soul. Even when God was making that help that he needed, that woman that he needed, he was sleeping, he was resting in God. In his finished works, he found rest for his soul. That was the intention of God. That was the intention of God that even when the figs do not blossom, like Habakkuk would say, when there, 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 there is no fruits on the vine, when the labor of olives fail, when the fields yield no meat, he said, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. So the man that God has made has no needs for worry. That man does not see any needs for him because he understands that God has taken care of everything. So when you find yourself worrying about things, thinking thoughts of many things, being concerned and troubled with many things, it could mean that you have lost the nature of God in you. It could mean that the nature of God is no longer there. David said, you are the cup of my satisfaction. If at all you would need anything so much that you would worry, then it should be God. It should be the things of God that you want more of Him. So that is one reason why you worry. That you've lost the nature. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 3 According as His divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him. So by knowledge of God, by reason of intimacy, we get to understand that we have all that we need in Him. So we don't worry. Our faith does not deny the things that, that, that we, we, we pass through. Our faith does not deny the things that we need. 
but it places us in a realm of understanding that our needs are met according to his riches and glory. True knowledge will understand that he is able and more than able to meet our needs, so we don't fret. Therefore, anytime you worry because of your needs, anytime you are overwhelmed with your situation, it could mean that you are lacking in the area of the knowledge of God. It could mean that you are ignorant of his mind for you. So anytime you are making, anytime you worry, you are making the same mistakes. Like Adam and Eve in the garden. You are taking responsibilities for yourself when you need not. Now back to our text. Take no thought for your life, for what you shall eat, or drink, or clothing, shelter. These are basic needs of life. Why should you not take worry? Why should you not worry about these things? Because they are under the jurisdiction of God to take care of. Your life, your safety, the things you would need on a daily basis is God's to take care of. The Gentiles, unbelievers, they seek after this thing, they seek after this thing, they worry about these things because they don't have a father in heaven like you. Look at that verse. The Bible says that, but for after these things do Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have needs of this. Your heavenly Father. They don't have heavenly Father that will provide these things for them. And so it is normal for them to worry. But you have a Father. You have a Father. You are not an orphan. Then why should you worry about those things? He knows that you have needs for them. And truly, He has taken care of them. When he was telling us how to pray, he said, pray like this, in this manner, that our Heavenly Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. So he asked that bread. So even if you would ask, even if you pray, you are just to ask for the things you need on a daily basis. His provision, he has made provisions for all that your life would need. But you can just ask according to his template of prayer. Just ask for what you need in a day. Don't worry yourself about tomorrow, about the things to come. Just ask for what you need at the moment. Hallelujah. So another thing you should not worry about is your tomorrow. Truth is you don't know what may happen and it is fine. But you know the will of God for you. The plans that he has for you is good and is of a better tomorrow. So don't worry about your future. Don't worry about your tomorrow. It is well taken care of. Hallelujah. Now, instead of worrying, Jesus was was teaching that we should do the following. He showed us that worry is captured in in all that is woman's needs. So he was trying to shift our attention from ourselves, from our needs, to himself and his kingdom. He was shifting our affection from the things below to the things above. After that, he has said we should not worry about all those things. He said in verse 33 of Matthew chapter 6, that we should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all the things that we know we worry about shall be added to our lives. 
So you are not permitted to worry, except if it is about his kingdom, then get concerned. Get troubled only with the things that will bring his kingdom come in your life and around you. So God is not selfish by this. He's not trying to shift your attention to yourself, you know, just because he's selfish. No. It is just delegation of duties. You know, you are to do this. You can worry yourself about those things. You can seek after those things. But after your needs, after your life, after your security, it is God to take care of. Hallelujah. The major reason why you should not worry in the first place is that nothing will change because you worry. Even when you pray, all that would happen would only happen because God has made God had made provision for them. God has, you know, in his plan, in his purpose, in his creation, he has made provision to answer your prayer. The Bible says in verse 27 and 28, it says, Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to your stature? And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the feet. They do not toil, they do not, they do not gather. You can add nothing to your life by taking thought, by, by being anxious. Hallelujah. So worry is a full-time endeavor. It is vanity. It is unprofitable for you. And as I was saying, instead of worry, seek the things of God. For those things will come on their own. They have been spoken into being. They are in existence already. They would come on their own. So don't worry. Now listen, another one. Worry is a signal that you pray less or that you doubt God. It is a signal that you pray less. If you are a prayerful person, you would not worry. Because every time that you pray, you will receive the promises of God. You will understand the mind of God more for you. And so you will have no need for worry. So instead of worry, pray. Instead of worry, pray. The Bible says in um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Communicate your needs to God by your prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ. Hallelujah. So pray instead of worrying, have faith, praise God, give thanks, and the peace of God will keep your heart. One thing that I noticed from those scriptures is that we are urged to do something instead of worrying, instead of being anxious. Do this, pray, give thanks, seek his kingdom. So if you don't engage these things, then you will worry. It is normal. You just have to find yourself doing, you either worry or you engage those things. You either do those things or you worry. Worry is not profitable, so you either do those things and profit or you worry and lose. As I close, 
I believe one of the reasons why God is speaking to us about this is that amidst all that is going on now in our world, God would not have us to worry about our needs, about our future, about our security and all. He has spoken to us just that we may have peace, so that we may have peace in Him, that we may have peace even in this world that lacks peace. So brace up, get on your duty post, leave God to do His part. You do your part, don't worry. Seek after those things He has said. It's not a man that should lie. He will not fail you. Those things will come on their own accord. So do not worry. Pray. Do not worry. Trust in God. Do not worry. Praise God. Do not worry. Give thanks to God. Do not worry. Seek His kingdom. Do not worry. Live for Him. And all your needs shall be met. And if you find yourself worrying unnecessarily, maybe because you think you don't have a father in heaven, maybe because you have not embraced his love, he cares for you. Come to him today. He wants to adopt you as a child. He wants to adopt you. He wants to nurture you. He wants to, you know, take responsibility for your life. He wants to provide for all that you need. He wants to give you a life eternal. Come to him today. Say yes to his love. Say yes to his rulership, say yes to his kingdom in your life and he will give you power to become and to be called a son. Hallelujah. Father, we ask that even as we worry not, even as we, you know, act into this world, even as we do according to your word, we ask that you help us. We ask that you bring your promise, your promises, your great and exceeding promises to pass in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we ask that even in this world that lacks peace, even in this world that, you know, is filled with worries, you keep our heart. You grant us peace. You, you help us to find rest in your world, to find solace in your world. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That when men are seeing this casting down, we will proclaim that there is a lifting up for us in the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise God. So thank you once again for joining me on this episode. I would like you to join me again on another episode next week. Today, I say, God bless you, and God keep you, and God perfect all that concerns you. For in Jesus' name we pray, amen, hallelujah, remain blessed, bye.